Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth and his wife Gloria are passionate about teaching Christians how to apply the principles of faith found in God's Word. They'll teach you how to overcome life's obstacles and live in victory. They have seven ministry offices around the world and are sharing the gospel in every available voice. You can watch their daily teaching program, Believer's Voice of Victory, weekdays at 8 a.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. And now, Kenneth Copeland will teach about living in health and being well. He will highlight how God can deliver you from poor health and can help you to stay in a constant state of supernatural health. Let's dive into the message. Father, we thank Thank you you today for your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being our healer. We open our eyes. We open our ears. We open our hearts to hear from heaven and receive revelation, praise God, of the word, revelation of life by faith in this earth, receiving divine help. Thank you, Lord. We In take Jesus' it. name, amen. amen. Glory to God. Praise God. Gloria, I was thinking there when we were praying, you know, there's a difference between living in divine health, which is God's, that, that's God's plan. That's the best. He didn't plan for you to just get sick and get healed and get no, sick and no, get healed. No. He intended for you to walk in his ways, walk in his statutes, walk in his commandments, walk in by faith, walk in the yes, law yes, of love, yes. mm-hmm. and don't get sick in the first That's place. Right. That's exactly Amen. right. Most people don't believe that you can do that. Now, I will say this. The whole, th- there's a difference between being healed and being well. You and I are well. We stay well. We, we, we don't have any sickness or disease in our bodies. And any kind of a symptom comes along, we just attack the thing. That's right. Right now, there's been times. We use the name on it. There's been times that I I, I fooled around and didn't take care of business and got sick. But that's my fault. But being well, when a person decides to be well. Or healthy. Yeah. That's another word. To be well. That covers the all of wellness, which you're going to have to take your diet into consideration. Yeah. You're going to have to take exercise into consideration. I, uh, and, and you do this by making a decision. The decision is yours, but you make that decision and then you get, like you said, you got to pay attention. You have to pay attention to the word. You have to pay attention to everything God said in here about everything. Obedience. Obedience to it. Now, when you do that and you begin to renew your mind to it, you're not looking at what it takes away from you or you're looking at what it adds to you. Somebody might think, well, that's too hard. No, it's easy. 
It's easy oh, yeah. to stay well. But it's you're easy on the word of God. You're crucifying flesh. Yeah. It's the flesh that screams and hollers and wants, you know, just to eat anything that it can think about. Donuts. Yeah, you, you, but you have to put the thing down. That mm. is if you want to be well and live long on the earth. Now, you get to that place where you read the fifth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Your body can be trained and exercised to know the difference between good and evil. It's not always going to be the, the, the doggy thing unless you just let it be. But right now, I mean, there was a time when, man, I couldn't do without cigarettes. I, I didn't want them. I hated them. I throwed them out the window and then stopped, go back and dig around the weeds and get them and feel like a fool. Out. I was a fool. Mm. But now my body's repelled by that. Just the smell of it, it just turns me off. Because why? I've been delivered from it. Yeah. My mind has been renewed. You can, you can do that way with, with food. And I don't take the time to go into that. But it, with it's, the wrong food. The You're, wrong kind the wrong of food. food. You don't have to do the, without food. No, just but the wrong, the wrong kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I had, Lord, I said, Lord, I don't understand this. I mean, I weighed 245 pounds at, at this time. I just don't understand that. I mean, you, I know you delivered me from smoking. You delivered me from drinking. But, but, but how are you going to deliver me from food? You big baby. Food. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and I heard the Lord say, Kenneth, Thank, thank God he doesn't get disgusted with us. He's, He's extraordinarily patient, the Bible says. Oh, he is. He said, I didn't deliver you from breathing. I delivered you from breathing smoke. <laughs> I didn't deliver you from eating. Uh -huh. I delivered you from eating. I, 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 I didn't deliver you from drinking. I delivered you from drinking alcohol. Now, I'm not going to deliver you from eating. I'm going to deliver you from eating sugar. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. And it, it, but that's the process. See, that, that, that's what I wanted to get across to you, to be well. Okay. Today, Gloria, now yesterday we talked about the Syrophoenician woman, the fact that she was not a Jew. But now, remember now, let, let, let me remind you a couple of things here. She worshiped him. She knew who he was. She called him son of David or called him Messiah. Mm -hmm. She had no pride. She humbled herself. She couldn't be offended. She was not touchy. He called her and, she, he called her and called her daughter dogs. Touchy people get mad. Touchy people are unteachable. Touchy people, if you're unteachable, you're uncorrectable. So no correction, no direction, no protection, no perfection. Psalm 32, 9, don't be like a horse. Let's do it from the Amplified. Be not like the horse or the mule, which lack understanding, which must have their mouths held firm with a bit and bridle, or else they won't, they won't obey. Don't be like, to have, like an animal has to have a bit put in your mouth. I'm ready. I'm willing and obedient. I want to yes, follow man. the word. Glory Me to God. Too. Now, he said, lady, for that saying, your daughter's healed. 
Now I want to know the difference between that and the centurion's servant. That centurion was Roman. He wasn't a Jew. Why didn't Jesus call him a dog? That's interesting, isn't it? Now here, here's a Roman and a Syrophoenician woman. All right, let's find out. Let, let's go to Matthew 8, 5 and Luke 7, 1. All right, Matthew 8, 5. When Jesus was entered into Capernaum, which was his hometown, by the way, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Now, I want you to listen to Jesus. I will. Say, I will. What did he tell the leper, Gloria? He said, I know you can if you will. He said, I will. I will. One translation said, of course I will. I will come I will. and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldst come under my roof. I'm not a Jew. I know I'm not a Jew. I'm not worthy that you come under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers unto mm -hmm. me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, and so forth and so on. Now then, let's go over to the book of Luke 7, 1. Luke chapter 7, first verse. Now when he had ended all his sayings, in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum, or he went home. And a certain centurion servant who was dear unto him was sick and ready to die. Now, remember Luke is a physician. Yeah. He didn't say he's sick. He said he's ready to die. That was his it, diagnosis. Yeah, this, man, this man's on his deathbed. When he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly, saying that he was worthy. Now, the, the, <laughs> the centurion said, I'm not worthy that you come under my roof. I'm a Jew. He, he, so he knew something, didn't he? Mm -hmm. he? He knew something about the word. Well, so did she. She called him Messiah, the yeah. Syrophoenician woman. Mm -hmm. They said, he is worthy for whom... He should do this. He loveth our nation and he hath built us a synagogue. And when Jesus went with them and when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself for I'm not worthy that thou shouldst enter under my roof. Wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. For I also am a man set under authority, having under me soldiers. And I say unto one, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. And Jesus heard these things. He marveled at him and turned him about and said to the people that followed, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Now then, 
Gloria, what is the difference? Neither one of them Jews. Syrophoenician woman, not a Jew. Jesus called her a dog. He's, 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 he's got to get faith out of her. He's got to have a legal reason. Now, after he, after he goes to the cross, he raised from the dead. something to work with. Yeah, but, but after the cross, yeah. I mean, that's wiped out. But now they didn't know it for 10 years after the day of Pentecost before they found out a Gentile could even be saved because they were still under this mindset. Now, I'll, I'll let me show you the difference. They said it. He is worthy for whom he should do this. He loveth our nation. Aha. Okay. Remember what God said to, to, to Abraham? Those he said, you? I'm going to make you a blessing. The whole earth will be blessed by you. Yeah. And he said, they that bless you, yeah. I will bless. Glory to God. There was the reason why he could step right in yeah. legally mm-hmm. and minister to this centurion servant. Praise God. Which ministered to the centurion greatly. Yeah. But now, wait a minute. The centurion's servant was probably a Roman. I don't know that, but I don't know that he wasn't. I, I, would, I would expect, though, that the centurion's servant was a soldier of low rank. He wasn't hiring people outside his house to come in. He's a centurion. He's, he's, a, he's an officer. So he blessed Israel, built a synagogue. Well, now the man built a synagogue. Don't you expect he probably spent some time in that synagogue? I would think. Um, you want me to give you a little, little, little side thing here that'll thrill you? Do it. You remember Jairus' ruler of the synagogue? Yeah. Where? In Capernaum. Capernaum. This was in Capernaum? Well, it was. That was the synagogue where Jairus was ruler or one of the rulers? Yeah. Huh. How about (laughs) that? This is also Jesus' hometown. Yes. That synagogue that he built? That Jairus built? No, that that centurion built, oh. where Jairus is ruler of the synagogue. Centurion. It was just around the corner from Jesus' house. Well, how about that? Ah, now we're catching up with something here. Uh, yeah, glory to God. This blessed Jesus because it was his hometown synagogue. He taught in that synagogue. He knew Jairus personally. That, hey, glory That's to awesome. I got goosebump running up and down my arm. I, glory to God. Praise that'll, God. That'll thrill anybody who's got any sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you see the difference, though? Now, Jesus was just as willing where that Syrophoenician woman's daughter was concerned. He just as willing to heal her, but he had to have a, a, a legal pathway to do it. Here, the path was wide open because this man had chosen to bless the seed of Abraham 
and he blessed Jesus Praise by the God. synagogue that right there in Jesus' hometown. We want to keep the path wide open. Yes, we do. And that's, and, and that's one of the things that I, I wanted to bring up here, that... Faith keeps the path wide open. Why then did Jesus, let's, let's look at it again. Why did he say, I have not found so great faith? No, not in Israel. The great faith, it's the greatest faith there is today. Faith in the Word of God with no other evidence needed. I need no proof. You said it, I believe it. Whatever you say, I know will come to pass. Now, I, I, I want to go. I want to go into that a little bit. Think about how our lives change when we begin to say. You know, we were. You talked about that uh, uh, right after our first uh, broadcast today, between tapings. The time that you and I were in one of Brother Hagen's meetings. This was back in nineteen, right about nineteen sixty-eight or sixty-sixty-eight, I think. Or might have even been in the tail end of 67, right the very first year mm -hmm. we began. Probably so. We were in his meeting and he said, now all, and of course he preached on, on the authority of the Word of God. Everyone that would pray this prayer with me, stand to your feet. Of course, we'd leap to our feet. He, and he prayed the prayer and led us in the prayer. And what we prayed was this, whatever we see in your word, we put your word first place in our lives. Now that's what that centurion did. He said, he said, I recognize authority when I see it. Yep, I'm a man that's right. I'm, I see that. Whatever we put your word first place in our life, your word is final authority. And when we see it, and we see what it's saying to us, yeah. we'll do it. We will act on that word. And later we came, we, we came to this, that, and, and I'll, I'll just lead you in it. I put your word you want me to say that? Yeah. I put your word. First place. First place. Final authority. Final authority. In my life. In my life. I will not. I will not. Attempt to change. Attempt to change. Your word. Your word. To fit my lifestyle. To fit my lifestyle. I will. I will. Change my lifestyle. Change my lifestyle. To fit your word. To fit your word. That is a formula for victory. Now, yeah, it is. It is. Now, and you know, that's what religious people try to do. Faith is the victory. Well, now you see, God really didn't mean it when he said that. He, what he really meant was, no, he meant it. A lot of people said. didn't think he meant to stay out of debt. 
<laughs> well, now, and let me, let me show you something about that, Romans chapter 13. The day we found that, which was sometime after we, we in fact, we were a meeting in a meeting in, in Fort Worth. We were staying in, in my mother and dad's home there. And, and I read down here, Romans 13, 8, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. And we had decided and I saw that, that we'd do and what I thought, we saw. And I, I thought, what? <laughs> and I thought, well, surely you know, that here, doesn't mean change that. <laughs> it. I thought, well, I, here, I'll get to Amplified. And it said, stay out of debt. I called Gloria in there and I said, look at this. Because, mm. I mean, there went my airplane right My house, your door. airplane. I can't borrow the money to get it. Yeah. And she looked at me and her feathers fell. I'm standing here with my Bible like this, standing in the middle of the bedroom floor. She said, if, if that's what the book says, that's what we're going to do. What year would that have been? 1960, right first part of 1968. Now, you can't build a doctrine on one scripture. And when you begin to study this, that's not referring to money. But go over to the curse of the law and you will find out that debt is part of the curse. You, you become servant of the lender attached yeah. to them by covenant and you'll be the tail and not the head. The scripture says you'll, and he said this, you'll lend them many and borrow from none. Well, that's finished it. Praise God. And we are out of time. Wow. Thought you were going to say out they, of debt. They, uh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> that woman. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we are out of debt. Glory to God. Many years. And there's another thing to that. We're we staying out. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Kenneth Copeland. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.